0: I don't want to hear about your 10 steps to better financial outcomes, right? Like I want to hear about that probably, but also like what was your experience at your at your son's soccer game this weekend that really made you think about life?
1: You're listening to Banking on Digital Growth with James Robert Lay
2: Greetings and hello, I am James Robert Lay, and welcome to the 196th episode of the Banking on Digital Growth podcast. Today's episode is part of the Exponential Insight series, and I'm excited to welcome Kyle Lacey, who is serving the team at Seismic as the SVP of marketing. Kyle is also the author of three books, Twitter Marketing for Dummies, Branding Yourself, and and Social CRM for Dummies. And today, I look forward to diving into the insights Kyle shares in branding yourself, as this has become a common topic of interest for both financial brand, as well as fintech marketing and sales leaders. Welcome to the show, Kyle. It is so good to share time with you today, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me. Before we dive into branding yourself, what is good for you right now, personally or professionally? It's your pick to get started on a positive note.
0: Man, I, I've recently uh, jumped on the Peloton bandwagon. Nice. And I tell you what, man, like 30, 45 minutes a day in the morning where an instructor's yelling at me, like I, I'm, I'm for it. So the good thing in my life is Peloton. And I've, uh, outside of that, my family and Stephen King.
2: I've
0: been really really into Stephen King lately (laughs) well let
2: let me because this whole conversation is about branding yourself and you're talking Peloton and Peloton has a nice community and I know that there are a lot of people who listen to the show and ride Peloton as well you want to throw your screen name out for someone that wanted to connect with you and ride together
0: yeah I'm the idiot that just used my name so it's just Kyle Lacey (laughs) like it's not any cool like indie indie dad bod 545 or something it's just my name Kyle Lacey (laughs)
2: I like the that. that's 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 one that we indie dead bod five hundred. There you go. That's great.
0: Well, I, I joined and I was, and I, I, all these, all these members on the leaderboards, I'm like, nobody is actually using their real name. I have to be the idiot here. out of the <laughs> 30,000 that I'm tracking, right?
2: Yeah. So no, connect with Kyle, ride with Kyle. It'd be great to make it, <laughs> make it, make a connection like that off the podcast. I want to come back to the book, um, because writing a book, it's a big undertaking. Um, I've done one, I'm working on my second right now. You've done three Branding yourself, being the second one, um, and and shout out to Bryce Nobles over at MX for connecting yeah. us via LinkedIn. Um, I, w- I want to get into branding yourself. Why write this book in the first place? Like, what was what was your where was your mind at the time?
0: I mean, at the first, I'm very passionate about personal branding in general. Like, I think it is a I think it is a hidden talent if you figure it out. I think it's a competitive advantage for you. Uh, on the on the second side of that, or on the side of that, it was I was talking to my co-author Eric Deckers, and at the time, we were in very different parts of our lives. Like he was an older individual that was trying to reinvent himself. Mm. I was somebody that was inventing my brand, coming out of like owning an agency and getting into the software world. So it was a cool. We were sitting at a coffee shop one day, and we were talking about it. we were like, actually, that's a pretty cool idea to to create a book that you could use for both individuals who might be leaving a job and trying to reinvent themselves and, and people who are coming out of college and trying to figure out what the hell they want to do. Right. Right. So that, and then we just got really excited about it because it's what we, it's what we love to do and what we love to talk about.
2: You know, it's interesting. You talk about coming out of college because I remember it was probably 2006, 2007 time period, Chuck Crocker at the university of Houston clear Lake where I did my undergrad at MIS and did an MBA i was guest lecturing in his classes back then about the idea of building a personal brand not even calling it that but social media was really like in its infancy and how you could use this to position yourself differentiate yourself and and the first edition for your book dropped back in 2011 it's now in its sixth edition i'm curious if you look back in your mind over the, the the this time period what have been some of the biggest changes that you've seen unfold when it comes to just personal branding?
0: You know, uh it's channels. It's channels to use. Like in 2011 we were talking about Blogger. Yeah. and we probably had MySpace thrown in there. And now, you know, it's talking about TikTok, right? Right. I, now, the fundamentals have not changed at all. That's like key. That it like it you don't have to do a lot of editing. It's just the fact that oh, we talk about this one feature that Twitter got rid of like Vine. I got rid of it a while ago, right? Correct. So that's it. Like that, it's mostly the channels have changed.
2: I think that's a key takeaway for the dear listener. The fundamentals will always stay the right. same. The channels in which you communicate, that is what it will continue to transform. And you open up the book with a, a tremendous question, a very good question. A question uh, for both financial brand and fintech leaders. Doesn't matter if they're coming from marketing, sales, leadership teams, lending. Uh, you, you open up the question, Why should I care about self-promotion? And I hear this all the time, especially from those on these different teams. What's the point of building a personal brand? Why should I even take the time to do this? Why should one care about self-promotion to begin with?
0: I I think it's about there's there's two reasons. Number one, self-promotion is hard because the word promotion in general, I think, has a negative connotation. That's not what that's not what we mean it to be in this in this in this context. For me, it's building trust with a community of people. Yes, that could be that could be peers, that could be your prospects, that could be your customers. Uh, the second thing is telling a story that's different from everyone else. Like if I walk if I walk out into the into the um, into the community into the market and I say, "I'm Kyle Lacey. I lead marketing for a software company." That yep. like. You can add another five thousand people that Crickets. are exactly like that, right? Uh-huh. You, and the only thing, the only thing that um, it's the perception of you, right? So it's very important that you control the perception that people are seeing through social, through the way you communicate in person, like all this stuff. So for me, it is, it is the, it is, it ultimately about building trust through telling telling a unique story. And we all have unique stories. Just most of us are terrible at telling them.
2: You know, I think about two people in the space come top of my mind right now. Paul T. Long out of the northwest south sound washington area he is a, an smb commercial lender um has been working to build a personal brand same thing with greg martin out of college station mm. texas he frames himself as the entrepreneur's banker he actually has the entrepreneursbanker.com and this is exactly what you're talking about Carrie and benton Stimson, who's a chief marketing officer out of JMB b group uh, in jamaica same thing. She hosts what's called the internal marketing podcast. And so from, from your point of view, what is personal branding here? Cause we've talked a little bit about like, you know, the, the negative connotation of self-promotion now we're moving into personal branding And this is a subject and you wrote about this in the book. Uh, We've been having a lot of conversations. I mentioned a couple of people who've been on the show, but when you wrote the book, you noted, you ask a hundred people, what personal branding is, you're going to get a hundred different answers. And I agree. It's like why we define what is digital growth. I think when you define something, you plant a flag in the ground. What is personal branding? How would you define this? And how is it different from self-promotion?
0: I mean, I said it before, it's the perception that other people have about you and, and that's their truth. You know, Mm. you can, you can have an opinion all day long about what you're good at or how you want to be seen or perceived. You have to lead somebody in the direction that you want them to go. And it can't be false, right? You can't be a false prophet when you're talking about this stuff, but I think it is the perception people have of you. Right. And it's about building and creating content and telling that story in a way that's meaningful. And it's not about self-promotion. It's just about doing it differently. A great call out in this space, which who I love, and he's actually based in Indy. He's kind of out of the space now, but it's Pete, the planner, Pete Dunn. Yes. Who? Yes. He, he is a perfect example of what we're talking about because he differentiated himself. He had a pod. He had a podcast before podcast was cool, right? He was on the radio. He was doing stuff different. He has now become an entrepreneur and started a software company and all that awesome stuff. But he's a great example of he had an idea and he went for it. And that is that is that 80% of this thing, right? I can write a book all day long about how personal branding is important, but if you don't just go do it and put yourself out there, it's very, very hard to try to tell the story a little bit differently.
2: I, you know, Pete, Pete, the planner is great. That's a fantastic example. We got to, we're going to have to get him on the show and just have a conversation. I'm more than about,
0: happy to, to hook that up.
2: I'd appreciate, I'd really appreciate that because I think the more that we can elevate these stories of others, we can provide inspiration saying, cause, cause a lot of times, and, and I want to get your take on this, like, you know, when it comes to financial services, the roadblocks, what, what is it that holds people back? from committing to take this journey? Because like you said, a lot of it, you, you've written the book. Well, that's knowledge is one side of the equation. you got to apply that knowledge to actually grow. There's a difference between knowing and growing. What are some of the roadblocks that hold leaders back from committing to following through to build a, per, a personal brand to begin with in the first place?
0: They don't know where to start. They don't know what content to produce. They think too hard about it. They They listen to somebody that says you need to build a content calendar to publish when in reality, you just need to go do it. I think the other side of it, especially in this world is, 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 it's a very hard answer. It's a very, it's a very, it's a very hard challenge to overcome is compliance. Hmm. Like you need to make sure, right? Like the right contents being shared at the right time, especially if you are a leader of a group of people who want to also get their personal brands out there. And this is an age old discussion, age old meaning like since 2002 where, you know, the, the difference between your professional brand and your personal brand. And I think a lot of times with, uh, uh, somebody like Pete, the planner, he was so he's, he is so good and was so good at melding his personal and professional life together. Now he was independent right yep. for a long time. So there's, there's differences there, but I, um, I think that it's about how do you, how do you bring your best self forward? And for me, my best content is about servant leadership, my, my family and time management.
2: It's what I, I, and that, I connected with you on, like you're, you're the yeah. idea of, of time management of family. Cause I'm right there with you. Like one of the, the, the best questions I think that we can ask ourselves as a leaders is, is how are you teeing things up or how do you tee things up? Where are you spending your time? Where are you spending your effort? Where are you spending your energy? Um, and, well, and
0: it, and it, 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 I think, I think people get, Uh, I think people get really overwhelmed when they think about digital Mm. and the reality is this, it's all the same concepts. It's just a different delivery mechanism. It's like my, my, uh, uh, one of my good friends is in, is in asset management and his personal brand is he, he remembers everybody's name. He writes handwritten notes to everybody that he meets and he connects people via LinkedIn when like all the time, that's his personal brand. And yeah. that's what he lives by. He doesn't post on LinkedIn every day, but he has built a brand around a specific thing that he really enjoys. I li- I listed three things that I enjoy talking about outside of marketing, but it but I would pick one thing, just one thing. And sometimes you might have people who say nobody cares about hearing about my son or blah blah blah, but they do. Mm-hmm. Like we we can we are human beings. Like I I'm, I don't want to hear about your ten steps to better financial outcomes, right? right? Like, I want to hear about that probably, but also like, what was your experience at your, at your son's soccer game this weekend that really made you think about life? Yes. Because we're all humans and that's where, that's where people fail in my opinion is that they don't try to connect the two. They're just doing their professional, um, their professional persona within digital channels. And I think it's a losing it's a losing argument.
2: So this is something that I'm really going to be digging deeper into in banking on change. The concept of what I've defined as exponential growth, exponential growth mm. is where one is growing personally as well as professionally at the same time, because I, I do feel it's going to be a struggle to try to disassociate or break these two worlds apart as we go forward. And as we go forward, I'm really p- predicting over the next, five years, the, the micro has the potential to beat the macro when it comes to reach digitally. And you had touched on this before we started hit record. And, you know, I look at the personal brands of leaders and lenders at financial brands. Um, if we can do, if we can empower them to build personal brands, to, 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 connect with people, to establish trust. What's your take on this and and what are y'all doing over at seismic? Because this really is a seismic shift, if you will, in the <laughs> yeah. way of thinking about go to market. Sorry, I couldn't help myself on that pun.
0: Uh, no, I know. Ultimately seismic seismic is about personalization of communication with clients. That's it, right? Whether that is an interactive doc or training and coaching with reps or you interacting with a client on, or a prospect on LinkedIn as mm-hmm. an example, or yeah. Twitter, or you you providing content for your reps to share that is meaningful and also compliant and gives them the ability to kind of build their personal brand at the same time, right? So for me, it's it, it, it's all about, I, I talked about this before, but it's about building trust. Yes. And so as you're thinking about your personal brand and you're thinking about your professional brand, It's all it is, is trust-based. So what are the vehicles and what are the content that you need to weather micro? I a hundred percent agree that it's micro and it's personalized and micro interactions that are personalized, build trust. Mm -hmm. And you don't go and sit at a lunch with a client and talk all day long about their portfolio and not ask anything about their personal life. Right. I mean, some might, they're not very successful, right? Like I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to keep that person around because I want interaction and I want I want to know about the personal life. So I think that social opened that up, especially I mean, we can go back as far as GeoCities, but I don't think we want to get into that <laughs> or friend feed or or uh what was the what was the journal site? Uh oh man, I used it. It was uh it was all my teenage angst was poured into it.
2: Oh, uh I, you're right there it's on the tip of my tongue and I got it. Well, I got to tell you too, be, you know, as you're talking through this, I, I think I experienced this early on and my friend from high school, we had graduated high school, we were early college. Uh he was at Baylor University, I was at University of Houston and he called me up and he said, "Hey, we got a big problem." I was like, "What's that?" He's like, "The bookstore I'm like absolutely the bookstore is a problem because you know you buy a book for 150 200 bucks and then they buy it back for 10 and we built an early social network called bearswap.com and we probably had Hold about 20,000 users and it was early digital it was pre-facebook and it was 2000 this was like 2002 2003 and we figured out a way to bypass the middle um, and we connected people directly with people we didn't even know like this idea what we were doing but it was just like human nature and I think that right there is that human nature. It doesn't matter what you're, what you've been doing as a financial brand leader for, for in some cases, decades can still be applied in this space. And
0: well, uh, let's, let's put it into like some, some, like an actual example for, let's say, let's say I am searching for, uh, I'm searching for something to manage my assets or whatever. Like I'm completely butchering that, but, and, and, I have somebody on LinkedIn that that has followed me, that has po- that has commented on content, that has is giving examples within the comments on how they deal with their kids and things that I'm posting about. And they call me or email me. And then somebody that doesn't do that at all calls me and emails me. Who do you think I'm going to connect with faster? Yes. It is not the it is not the person that didn't have any interaction with me and they cold emailed me. It is the person that spent a little bit of time to give feedback and put a little bit of themselves, themselves, to put a little bit of themselves out there. And, you know, I, I know I'm a very specific where I, I'm just a power user, but I think that applies to a lot. I mean, there's a reason why we have millions upon millions upon millions of people using this stuff.
2: Yes. Yeah. You know, the idea of asset management, I can't help. And and he's been a guest on the podcast. Chad Willardson wrote a book called smart, not spoiled. The seven money skills kids must master before leaving the nest. I, I think. Maybe there's an opportunity here. You're an author. I'm an author. I know, I know Bryce is writing a book as well. When it comes to personal branding, that almost kind of like starts to bleed over a little bit into this, you know, what some call quote unquote thought leadership. And and you mentioned too a roadblock or a challenge is like, where do we even start this? I'm gonna put a really big idea out there. Maybe we start with the book because like writing a book is more accessible today than it's ever been before and the reason I say with that because it's a forcing function that allows you to package your ideas up and then that book becomes all of the micro content that you can repurpose and reuse through multiple channels so it really is a true pillar piece of content that gives you about probably two to three years, if you do it right, of how to just continuously repurpose and reuse and recycle this.
0: Or, or you just flip it. I know I know a lot of people have just posted LinkedIn posts for a year and rolled them up into an edited book of 300 pages. But you could go either way, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I do think that the best place to start is to spend some time thinking about what is meaningful to you. What is the most, what's the favorite thing about your job? And what's the favorite thing about what's going on in your personal life? And spend write one LinkedIn post about each. Yes. Like just or Twitter or TikTok. I do not care what you use, right? Like I I think there's a whole I think we could I could spend 30 minutes just talking about like the the financial planners and stuff that are on TikTok, because that's mm. a whole nother world where you know, they're, they're serving micro pieces of content, like bite size, like you, like you talked about in some, and in some cases they're completely wrong with what they're, right. (laughs) Like you probably shouldn't listen to them, but that goes, that goes across all things. So I, I, I think that do not get overwhelmed with the amount of content you think you need to create. Just go do it.
1: Digital growth is a journey from good to great. But sometimes this journey can feel confusing, frustrating, and overwhelming. The good news is you don't have to take this journey alone because now you can join a community of growth-minded marketing and sales leaders from financial brands and fintechs who are all learning, collaborating, and growing together. Visit digitalgrowth.com slash insider to learn more about how you can join the Digital Growth Insider community to maximize your future digital growth potential. Now... Back to the show.
2: One of the exercises that I have to get really practical to build upon your thinking, and you're right, like the idea of TikTok um, and the disinformation or the misinformation yeah. out there. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Jennifer Beeston, um, who is in the mortgage space, and she has been utilizing platforms like YouTube, Insta, TikTok
0: oh, that's awesome.
2: as a nationwide mortgage lender to help first, to sell second, to answer people's Love questions. It. And I, I, I have an exercise that I teach and coach. I call it three, two, one contact. Uh, and it's an old ripoff from the old PBS days. of. There's a show called 321 Contact. It's literally every day you make three new connections. And, and you can do this at a local market level because you can search and filter based on city. Yeah. So now it's like you're not connecting with anyone in the ecosphere. It's like now it's becoming really hyper local. So physical community begins to bleed over into digital community. So three contacts or three connections a day. Two comments on someone else's content. I mean, I'm thinking through now the lens of maybe just LinkedIn here, but this could be applied to any other channel. And then finally, one piece of unique original content from your own point of view, back to what you're talking about. Maybe that's personal. Maybe that's professional. Maybe you mix it in. But three, two, one contact is a very simple exercise to build some habits That's what it boils down to. It's the habit building, I think, is the hardest part is establish the habit and the routine to start doing this day in and day out. Yeah, the the hardest,
0: the hardest part of that is the original content. And, And some of the some pointers that I have towards that is if you if you are a reader, pull excerpts from a book that you just read and put it within the content and give your feedback on the excerpt. Right. That's a that's a big win. One, if you get very passionate about something throughout your day, like an email you responded to or a conversation you had with a direct report or a customer, as long as you're not sharing financial data, uh, you know, post it, yep. right? Like that type of stuff. I think it's easy for uh, for you and I, because we grew up in the AOL, ICQ space. Yes. Like I'm, I'm, I mean, and and for me, I've been posting micro pieces of content since I was like seven. Right. Right to my friends via ICQ or or and then text messaging and then MySpace and then friend feed and then blogging and and we've been doing I mean I'm 37 I've been doing it for 30 years right like well, me, me sitting down and writing a LinkedIn post is second nature like it is just so easy for me to do you
2: know it's so interesting that you say that because um as of recording elon just acquired twitter <laughs> yeah. and so i was like curious i want to go back and look at what what were my first tweets and it was back two thousand two thousand 2007 2008 when you could tweet via sms into the platform and i'm like my gosh now, now, like so much is has transformed since that time. But you're right. It's. I think it is. It becomes second nature. It becomes second, second. Uh, I would say second life. But that's a that's a, Once again, we're not. That's a whole. That's a whole other, that's other
0: that's thing. Whole other I'm thing. Sure we wrote
2: about that at one point. We we we, in our book. we, we <laughs> well, and 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 it's like, but but now it's like, okay, what can we do to empower individuals, to empower teams, to empower organizations? And I almost see like cohort based number one learning to help people see things a little bit differently and then number two cohort based coaching to help teams begin to establish the habits and hold each other accountable going forward here
0: yeah a hundred percent and at and for us at seismic and at some of our customers like we have the training and coaching component but then what's very important is that you you feed content to people to share yes And that, and that could be news feeds or anything, but, but that, that is another part of this is to say, it's okay if it's very hard for you to, to think up content. If your organization is thinking about social and marketing and your personal brand appropriately, they should be giving you the tools and giving you the content to comment on like a, like Twitter buying, you know, or sorry, Elon buying Twitter what should you be thinking about on the stock? Right? Like I'm an owner of the stock. Like what should I be thinking about on cashing out blah, 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 all this stuff. So Mm -hmm. there, there is, um, there, there is a, there is a production element of this, but there's also a, uh, there's also a feeding to people on your team for them to share content as well. Well, that's
2: There's where a sharing
0: component for yeah, sure,
2: a promotion or a co- what what I look at as a content multiplier, because you have to produce and you also have yeah, to promote. Yeah. And back to your point on the idea, if you're a reader, like digest what you're reading and give your own perspective. Audrey, who's on our team over here, Audrey Kanata, she's doing that on LinkedIn. And I've been like encouraging her. You love to read, just start sharing this and and giving some perspective. Uh, Jennifer Steele, uh, she's a wealth management advisor at Northwestern Mutual. Uh, I went to high school with her and seeing how she's using content through her own LinkedIn, it's actually being tagged by her. So it's all about like using like the UTMs and the cookies. And it's just very unique of ways to take something that was done once and then repurpose it time and time and time again. I want to, I want to paint a picture here of, of two futures for the dear listeners. We start to wrap up, um, you know, it doesn't matter if they're at a financial brand or FinTech or if they're marketing sales leadership team. Um, I want to leap ahead five years. I want to leap ahead into the future and reflect back onto this conversation today for those that are listening, but maybe they failed to act. They failed to help. Build the personal brands of lenders and leaders five years ahead, look back. What does that future look like for those that might still be a little bit behind?
0: You're still gonna be looking for a job instead of building a career. Mm. Uh, that's how that's how I frame it. This this the idea of personal branding and using digital channels to promote it is that you are thinking about a career, not your job.
2: One of the concerns I hear a lot when, you know, coaching and training around this subject is okay, this is great, but we're going to invest all of this time, effort, and energy. We're going to tee it up with our teams, but then what if they leave? Like, are they going to take everyone with us? And I want to get your take on that.
0: I think it's, it's always been that issue, right? Like you, you either, it's just, you could amplify it now. I mean, that, that's why I get I get kind of frustrated when people say that because if you invest in your team and you invest in them appropriately and their business grows because you're doing it, they're probably not gonna leave. They're probably gonna leave because of they either should leave for a lot of reasons or you're just doing a terrible job supporting them, yep right? Like that's the reality. And most of the time people don't understand how to build. Like I talk about, we talk about personal brand, but it's more than just like if we're talking about brand, it's everything, Correct. right? Like each personal brand within your company is part of the brand of your company Yep, It's part of the culture as part of how you promote it. And it's just important to think about it holistically instead of, Hey, we're going to support Gary's ability to get more business. And then he's going to peace out because now he knows how to do it on his own. Well, fine. Good, good job, Gary. You actually built, you actually helped somebody build a career. It's probably going to come back tenfold for you.
2: Absolutely, he's
0: going to pay it back.
2: Yeah, and it's like once again, I think it's the way that you view the world. Is it from a sense place of abundance, or is it from a place of lack and scarcity? And I want to, I want to leap out on the opposite side of the equation. It's five years in the future. We're reflecting back on this conversation. Someone has applied this thinking. Maybe they haven't even started yet, but they're listening to this and like, you know what? I've been hearing about this not just from you, not just from me, not just from others, but it's it's to the point now to where they realize they're seeing things differently. They're seeing things differently and thinking about things differently. Their feelings are now you know at a point to where yeah. they're wanting to take some action. What does that future look like for them? Those that just start and make the commitment.
0: I mean, I, there's tons of different examples, but you're never going to have to chase business. It's going to come to you. And the second thing is you're never gonna have to use your resume to get a job. I mean, it depends on, it depends on the context of the person we're talking to. But uh, that's my, that is my reality that I've discovered is because ultimately it's about the community of people I've built around me. It's the people I've invested in. It's the people, it's past customers, it's customers of Leslie, it's customers at Seismic, it's, it's portfolio companies of OpenView, the venture capital firm I work for like it's CEOs, like it's, it's people that I have that it's, it's no, it's more about from a personal branding perspective. It is about the content that you create, but it's also how you invest in others. Yes. If you do that appropriately, it's going to come back. It's going to come back appropriately. And that's, and five years from now, that, that is what you're looking at. And And that, and it's, and I, I've, I have multiple examples of people who have done that.
2: And I think it's, it's playing the long game right you can't play a short game with this it's almost it's a banking acronym it's like the more that you place deposits into the minds of other people positive deposits it's gonna make it's it's grow its investment over time and then you'll have a huge return like in in that five-year time period
0: and that and that's what's so hard about especially social and using social is because social is built to hit to get our dopamine hit right like I want a bunch of likes I want. And so it's really hard for people to stick with it because they could spend four months and not get any interaction at all. But the key is your framework that you laid out, which is the three, two, one, because most of the time people go in and just post content. They're like, you know, two weeks later, like what the hell? nobody's coming This is stupid. Yep. But if you, but if you're interacting as well, it's going to come back and it, and it gets fun because people are investing in you as well. Yeah. It's not just you screaming into the void.
2: Yeah, it's it's like uh, Joe Polish over at Genius Network. One of the things that he says, life gives to the giver and takes yeah. from the taker. I want to I want to give something here together as we wrap up, get really practical. Um, you know, I, I'm a big believer that all transformation that 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 leads to future growth starts with a single, simple step forward. And we we talked about, like, where do I start? Where do I begin? What would the small commitment that the dear listener can take next to start to build their personal brand to maximize their financial brands future digital growth potential what is one small thing that they can commit to do next
0: so in the book we talk about an elevator pitch and trying to figure out how to tell your story in a sentence when you're meeting somebody that's where i would start on top of that i would just post once on linkedin honestly i love your 321 framework to be honest with you i mean it's it's easy to follow. You can, you can set it up to where you do it. Um, but for me, it's, it's you've got to figure out your value statement and your eleva- and how you tell your story. And that
2: Let me give you another one to take away too. It's three, two, one, and then right off of that is playing the game of tag. And the game of tag is this. Once you make a connection, you have to thank them for connecting with you. Then you can ask them Is there a question that you might have about financial services, about money? And then you have to guide them. And the best way to guide, and this is a great way to start building a content portfolio or a content library, is by just thinking, asking, collecting all of those questions, and then guiding them through. Maybe it's a 60 second loom video um, and you don't address it. uh, That way you could repurpose this content or you do. It's like, hey, uh, hey, Kyle, thanks so much for your question. I just wanted to follow up with you. You know, one of the top stresses that I see when it comes to buying a home is X, Y or Z. 60 to 90 seconds, boom, done. That, that's a private DM. Then you're making a deposit in someone else's life. You might then take that and repurpose it into TikTok or onto YouTube. So yeah. play the game of tag. The, the,
0: only, the only caution I would put there is hit the personal side of this first. Because uh, a lot of times what I see is that people feel like they always have to put a DM in and then they try to game it by sending the same DM to a bunch of people. So for me, it's, I love why I loved your three, two, one is that you're commenting. Mm-hmm. Like I, if I were in, in listener's shoes, it would be go create a list. I mean, you can buy sales nav if you want, It's you know, for what it's worth. It's very, it's cheap for what it gives you, but uh, you know, sales nav on LinkedIn go go and create a list of the 30 people you want to meet in the future and go comment on their posts if they're active yep and do that for a couple of weeks before you Absol- before you send out the linkedin the game My of connection. tag. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, game of tag. That, that game of right.
2: tag is a secondary action to the three, two, one, as a way to dive deeper into the relationship. And I think framing on that is important, too, because I always frame it around, you know, when I connect with someone, particularly if they're in the banking space, it's like it's always – good to connect with great people who are working to transform baking it's just something along those That's lines great. it's like a very simple sweet positive and the connection rate is typically high and then I just follow that up with hey just thanks you know great to connect with you looking forward to learning together with you growing together with just something along those lines yeah, and it, the it, main,
0: the main key is personalization like yes if, if there's any if there's any realm of possibility that it was a canned statement, you are screwed. Exactly, because people people can sniff it out, and they understand.
2: And that's where taking a little bit of time to make those yeah. comments, to make those you know initial discoveries in the in the in the general feed, maybe dive deeper into the profile would have been the last couple of things that they've posted. Kind of like we did today. I was like, "Hey, dude, I really like your thinking around, yeah, you know, commitment." Exactly. Um, exactly. Takes ten seconds. So you
0: can't. You can't automate. No. Personal branding.
2: No, no, no. That, it, Zero. This...
0: Zero chance you can automate it.
2: And that's, once again, I think where the micro has the potential to beat the macro because, you know, as we move further yeah. into this world of AI and automation, I think we're going to see the pendulum start to swing back to, you know, one to one. Is a, is a way to differentiate and not a sea of mass but a sea of automation so this has been a lot of fun Kyle, thanks so much for the conversation with you today, uh, speaking of that how can someone continue the dialogue and the discussion that we started here, what's the best way for them to connect with you, say hello?
0: You can connect with me on LinkedIn, you can connect with me on Twitter, you can connect with me on Peloton <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean my my, my email is Kyleacy at gmail.com, it's pretty straightforward so and, and all my LinkedIn, Twitter, all of it's Kyle Lacey. So uh, connect with me there. Always open.
2: Connect with Kyle. Learn from Kyle. Get the book too. Um, yeah. Where, 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 where can they get the book?
0: Best place to go is probably Amazon. Get the book. You know, go check. Go branding yourself. Make sure that you're looking at the most recent edition. And it's in it's in four or five languages too. So if there's anyone here that, that uh, needs something different. I would just go to Amazon.
2: Fantastic. Grab the book, connect with Kyle, ride with Kyle on Peloton. Kyle, thanks for joining me for another episode of Banking on Digital Growth.
0: Thank you. It was a pleasure.
2: As always, and until next time, be well, do good, and make your bed.
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of Banking on Digital Growth with James Robert Lay. To get even more practical and proven insights along with coaching and guidance, visit digitalgrowth.com insider to join a community of growth-minded marketing and sales leaders from financial brands and fintechs. Until next time, be well and do good.